Let's talk some Browns, and if I'm going to do that, let's start with Fred Greetham, Orange and Brown Report. Fred, this Jacksonville game has some major playoff vibes. We are currently holding one of three wildcard spots. Not as tight after dropping two road games, and the Jags really need to win, too, because they have Indianapolis and Houston nipping at their heels. So this is a big-time game. I don't want to say a must-win, but pretty damn close. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think it's a must win because this really sets up, um, you know, the rest of your schedule, regular season. I guess if you lose, you're still in in a decent position. But instead of, as I wrote earlier this week, instead of uh, relying on help, you control your own destiny with a big win because this is an AFC, you know, game in the division. That's even more important than – than the Bears game next week when it comes to tiebreakers and so forth. So I think it's a big game. Both quarterbacks, you know, or both coaches are being a little gamesmanship on who's going to play. The weather conditions could play into this. This could really be a really physically tough game. But, you know, I, I'm expecting the Browns to bounce back and be ready to go come Sunday. I think both coaches could be coy, Fred, but we know who's starting for the Browns. It's going to be Joe Flacco. If it's anybody but Joe Flacco, Kevin Stefanski needs his head checked. As far as the Jags, Trevor Lawrence is banged up. I could see where they might be kind of still on the fence, whether they go with him or C.J. Beathard. But we do know Christian Kirk is out. He's the Jags' number one wide receiver. And we also know that this team does not respond well to weather. You brought up the temps. Nobody hates cold weather more than Jacksonville. They are 1-12 in in any game where the kickoff temperature is below 45 degrees. And I think as of right now, it's going to be right around 45, 43 degrees come Sunday here in Cleveland. Yeah, you might want to bring out some some ice and throw it around the thermometer and try to cool it off a little more. But, (laughs) yeah, I I think everything is setting up for the Browns. They're getting healthy. Um, I know they, they didn't roll anybody out today, and they listed four guys as questionable. But I have to think Denzel Ward's playing. He practiced all week. He was smiling. He talked to media. He's excited. That'll make a big difference in the defense. And Cameron Mitchell practiced all week coming off injured reserve. He was questionable, but I expect him to be activated in play. And then you have Amari Cooper. I mean, with the concussion, most people thought he would be out. He returned to practice today. Kevin Stefanski said that he did not clear as of yet, but he sounded like he could get cleared tomorrow. And I kind of think that is the trend there because he said he took a full workload today. So Dewan Jones came up missing, was the only player today. And he said he tweaked his knee. And so he's questionable. So they just have four guys questionable. DTR is out of the protocol. And Marquise Goodwin for the first time in five games is also out. So you know, you think of Goodwin and his speed, and he hasn't been used, partly because he hasn't been on the field, but Flacco's big arm, maybe this would be a chance for that. So I just think that the Browns' defense, after the two weeks in talking to Jim Schwartz and Miles Garrett, some of the players in the last couple of days, they're ready to, to get after the quarterback. And if they're going to put Trevor Lawrence out there, you know I know he cannot be – as mobile as he is in his game, I think they'll go all in to put him on the ground. Talking to Fred Greet, the Morgia Brown Report, Schwartz said the rest of his defense has to step it up. 
and he was excluding Miles because Miles is a little banged up, but he got double and triple teamed last week. This is a team that has been number one in the NFL in defense, but coming off two consecutive weeks of zero sacks. Schwartz said everything starts up front. It's the engine that drives us. Earlier, I think it was you who talked to uh, Grant Delpit, and he said, basically, we're not waking up on the road. By all accounts, you do fully expect this defense to be alert, ready, and wreaking havoc this Sunday. Yeah, I do. I, I think they've heard it all week from Jim Schwartz. And, and just in talking to these guys, I think that they're, you know, they might have believed the press clippings a little bit. I think it's human nature, but they got back knocked down to reality, giving up, you know, an average of 32 and a half points a game the last two weeks. Now it wasn't all in the defense, but they they have played extremely well at home. I mean, you take out that Ravens game, they gave up 28. They've only given up 30 points, 31 points in the other five games. They had a shutout, two games with three points, and then a 10-point game, 17-point with the with the 49ers. So I expect them to really rebound defensively. And, and if they do that, I think they put themselves in a big position to win this game. Fred, I haven't been able to make it over to Berea, as you know, because of my shoulder surgery, but has anybody asked – Kevin Stefanski, why Pierre Strong isn't getting more carries? I, I mean, I just want to know because it seems like every time this guy touches the ball, it's electric. I mean, he seems like he's shot out of a cannon, yet he's only getting two or three touches a game. Well, as far as we've had a little bit, we have an insider, you know, with the Orange and Brown report that got some inside information on that topic, and they actually – that was one of the points is he was going to see more touches. The one knock that's been against him has been his pass protection that he has not. The knock has been, he hasn't been that great in protecting the passer and you hate to have him out there with quarterbacks, you know, especially that aren't, aren't mobile. So all things being equal, I do think they're going to find ways to get him the ball. Like you said, he only had two carries, and he had the longest run from scrimmage last week. What are the expectations of Joe Flacco in this game? Because I think he exceeded anybody's expectations in game one. Well, I think that really what you want out of him is mainly a game manager. And I wrote a story about him, a column this morning, saying that I think there's no question he gives you your best chance down the stretch run. He's been there. He's done that. And he's played his career in the AFC North and in these type conditions. He's 9-2 and two at Cleveland Browns Stadium as the arch rival. You know, you can expect the crowd to be behind him on Sunday. So I think, I think they just expect more of him. Alex Van Pelt said that, you know, he had a grasp on everything they were doing. There was just a couple things that just his not being familiar with it attributed to some mistakes last week so I just think that it'll be something he'll build on what he did last week you're not going to have the the perfect weather conditions you did in LA but I think that strong arm really bodes well in a rainy windy type environment in Cleveland hey Fred last but not least if there's anybody out there who knows how to handle a Jim Schwartz defense it's Jags head coach Doug Peterson because these two know each other as well as any two coaches in the league. Schwartz was Peterson's defensive coordinator in Philly for five seasons. 
winning 46 games together, including that Super Bowl in 2017. I agree with that. But also, Peterson's not playing quarterback, you know, and if if it's C.J. (laughs) Beathard, who I feel, you know, that's a different animal than Trevor Lawrence. And even Trevor Lawrence playing, you played sports, I played sports, unless they misdiagnosed a high ankle sprain, I I have no idea how somebody could be 100% ready to run and do everything you need five, six days later. No, I agree. If, if, If Lawrence is in there, you're, we're going to be getting a guy who's probably about 70%, like you said, who is going to be immobile. So if there was ever a time for this defense to reestablish itself, specifically sacking the quarterback, Fred, it would be Sunday. Absolutely, and that's why I don't think Peterson will put him out there. Why would you sacrifice the season, you know, taking a chance for a guy that's banged up? But we'll see. You know, he said game-time decision, so – I know Lawrence is lobbying, talking to the Jacksonville people down there that he wants to play. So we'll see what happens. It should make for entertaining uh, time come 1 o'clock on Sunday. All right, Fred, thanks so much. We'll talk to you Sunday. All right, sounds good. All right, that's Fred Greetham, Orange Brown Report. We will talk to him Sunday during DraftKings Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Universal Windows Direct right here from 10 to 1, WTAM 1100.